0: I can tell you this. I am pushing myself and my school to really say, how do we make sure that we're engaging all of our students in the truth of who they are and what their place is in society? In the way we teach science, math, language, history. And how we intentionally build pride in our students the education of children in America is distinctively unequal and separated by either race or economic class and more commonly by both for some education empowers and imbues pride and for others, it alienates and mandates the need to be multiple times better than their more fortunate counterparts to reach any fraction of success. I aim to empower all stakeholders in the educating of our children to take back control of what and how our children learn. Children must gain a strong knowing of self and self-worth. This means searching out and applying all the best practices as well as accessing the best resources for our children. So join me as I explore and discover how we will revolutionize teaching and learning in America. Today, on the Sneaker Principal Podcast, our guest is... And now, he's been promoted. His job, Principal. Let's see it. Good afternoon, everyone. Um, this is an unscheduled principal Sorry, Sneaker Principal Podcast. Um, actually, I'm I am I am uh, taken aback right now. Um, I just got off a conference call um, that was put together by the um, New York City Department of Education um, Office of Equity. They had uh, Dr. Cornell West on to engage um, our community, specifically our young men, and um, this is my fourth time in my. In my, in my existence that I've had the pleasure of being in the same space. Um, this time, of course, it was over um, Zoom, but uh, as a college student at the University of Rochester, there were two times where I was app- opportuned to actually hear Dr. S- Dr. West speak in person. And, um, and for a lot of people, just one time is, is a blessing, but that happened two times at the University of Rochester. And then, um, and one of those times was actually, it was kind of like a surprise um, visit. So um, it was like, wow, okay, I get to see this amazing man again. Um, it was my freshman year that I came across um, his book, Race Matters. And really was my first introduction to anything having to do with Africana studies, African American studies, um, the impact of white supremacy on, 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 on black folk in America. And um, then the last time was while I was in in graduate school at Columbia a Teachers College, um, I was sitting in class, and uh, one of my classmates who had stepped out to go to the restroom came back and said, "I just walked by the uh, auditorium, and I think Cornell West is in there speaking," and um, and I think a bunch of us all of a sudden had to go to the bathroom, and we were all in um, in in the in the auditorium, it was standing room only, I mean, literally it was standing room only and we were standing there and Dr. West was speaking. And um, one of my um, group mates from my cohort, we were working on a project together to design an all boys school to combat the school to prison pipeline. And um, we were trying to like, I mean, we were like super nervous. And we were like, Yo, who's gonna ask him a question or at least tell him about what we're doing here at Columbia Teachers College. And my classmate uh, Shante went ahead and you know did the honors and spoke for the group. And Dr. West was like, I mean, the man speaks. He looks at you and you just feel like, okay, I can do anything. And he spoke to us about how what we were doing was needed and how it was compulsory that we that we didn't stop. And as far as the work around really addressing the school to prison pipeline, and we were just a bunch of grad students learning studying. Um, studying leadership, you know, school leadership, and now it's been well over. Uh, what was that? That was 2010. So it's been 10 years, decade ago, and here I am now. I am a principal, and I'm sitting in the Zoom call, and Dr. Dr. West is right in the middle of my screen, and and he says things, said things that made me really question myself. Those of you who are familiar with Dr. West, I mean, the man had. Anderson Cooper crying on CNN, and uh, and and he moved me to my core. And I know those who were present on on this call were moved as well, and and um, I just want to take a few moments to kind of like point out. This is going to be a very sh- short um, recording, but I just want to point out a couple of things that he said that um, needs 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 to be repeated. And I need and I think I'm doing this as a therapy session to make sure that I remember. And, and I hold myself accountable to my work as, a, as an educator and a school leader. Um, he, so this is random, a couple of things he said. So one of the students asked about education and the need, necessity of education. And he, Dr. West, pointed out the fact that there's a difference between what we perceive as education and what education really is. So what we call education is really schooling. And I want to say this, a lot of this stuff he said is nothing new, but what happens, you just get wrapped up in a daily movement of the work that you forget about what you really know in your soul, the work really is. So he said, schooling is about skills and, 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 and acquiring set, set abilities. You know, to eventually be able to do work, but education, he said, comes down to critical reflection and transformation. You know, as 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 a kid, I I was always fascinated by by Plato and Socrates and. And, um, and people talking about the great universities of Timbuktu and the libraries of Alexandria. And I had this, I mean, I'm pretty sure it was a European image in my head from watching a lot of movies, but these men who'd walk around these spaces in their, in their robes and togas and with their wreaths around their heads and they would talk philosophically about things like, how do I know I exist? Why is the sky blue? Why is water wet? Why is there evil? What is good? Do we have a soul? And these are questions that you can't put on a multiple multiple, uh, choice tests. This is not something you can say true or false. These are questions that require critical thinking, that you really engage in thought and try to dissect what you're thinking and flip it upside down and come back again and say, maybe I think I have an answer. Knowing that you're probably going to get shot down, but you, then you have to go back and engage in more thinking and dialogue and discussion and, and really pushing. And maybe at the end of the day, there is no answer, but you've moved yourself. You've, you've been able to quickly reflect on what, what the, the study or the thought is. And hopefully it transforms you. It either makes you better or at least lets you know that you're much deeper than you think you are. Education. So what's interesting is, um, and 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 one of the brothers who was on the call shared this, he said that in the 90s when he was in school, he learned nothing about black history, African American history, or any of that in school. He went to school in California, Northern California. And when he said that, I thought to myself, you know what? I went to school in Southern California. I went to Inglewood High School. I wouldn't change that for anything. An amazing space. I got to grow, I had amazing teachers, but the teachers were still bound to a curriculum that said that we, ha- we had to be taught certain things. And now that I am an educator, it's not just about being taught certain things, it has to be taught a certain way. You know, you have timeframes and curriculum maps that, that require that you rush through things so kids have enough information to be able to sit for a test and show their level of aptitude based on this test. And um, when he said that, I didn't learn anything. He didn't also say that I didn't learn anything until I got to college. And I was like, man, he just spoke my truth, my reality, which is the reality of millions and millions and millions of children and young adults and adults and even educated adults who either never really engaged in personal histories or, or understanding the full scope and story of society, American society, until, until they got to college because they were able to take an Africana studies course, which in, all, in most cases, I would say in majority cases, it's not enough, but you got, you're trying to squeeze in within a couple of courses, a lifetime of experience, multiple lifetimes of experiences. But from kindergarten all the way to 12th grade, you will learn about George Washington over and over again, which is critical, you need to know about the founding fathers, you need to understand what was the basis of the founding of this country but it negates the fact of all the bodies, the minds, the spirits that built this nation. Every time I visit Capitol Hill, which I've been there, what, about three or four times, and I've always been fortunate to walk up those steps into the Capitol building. I'm always, always in awe of the craftsmanship, the beauty, the detail in this building. And thinking about when it was built, we don't, we don't have the same technology—the cranes and all those things that we have today. I mean, they could they could put up. Listen, I work in I work in New York City. I see buildings go up all the time, and and, and built, I mean, skyscrapers is built in record time. But building like the Capitol Building, the White House, these spaces were built during a time when you didn't have that technology. So who built it? Who physically moved those? buildings laid the bricks and the the slabs of stone and why don't we talk about them why don't we acknowledge them why was my first introduction of blackness in America about drugs and gangs Say, say no to drugs with a very clear understanding that the person that you were saying no to who had the drugs was black. Dr. West said these words, and, and, um, and I, I was feverishly trying to write down, and, um, and I hope I do it justice. He said, you cannot be a serious educator if you are not willing to know and teach the truth. specifically about white supremacy. But even if you, you extract the white supremacy part and just say, and talk about the willingness to teach the truth, how do we do that? How do we do that if, as a teacher, you were never taught the truth yourself? I mean, it's very simple. If we're educators, and our education has been about critical reflection and transformation, are we willing to say, "What is it that I don't know?" And am I willing to go out there and get a copy of of books like Carter G. Woodson's *MisEducation of the Negro*? or John Franklin Hopes from Freedom of Slavery. Engaging the scholarly work of W.E.B. Du Bois, Booker T. Washington, Frederick Douglass. We really understand what, what, what was going on in the 60s with Dr. King. Understand why Malcolm X wasn't the bad guy. He was just the other side of the coin of understanding and belief systems around the civil rights movement. understanding what really happened in Alabama when it was said, segregation today, segregation forever. These are the spaces that we need to really engage ourselves in as educators. We need to really press to ensure that moving forward in our schools, that we are not just teaching history or english or math one-sided and i'm not going to sit here and say that that the, the curriculum is racist i don't believe that i mean I honestly don't believe that i believe that what we teach and how we teach it is based on one side of the coin and for way too long we've not, we, we haven't been asking what's on the other side of the coin I can tell you this, I am pushing myself and my school to really say, how do we make sure that we're engaging all of our students in the truth of who they are and what their place is in society, in the way we teach science, math, language, history, and how we intentionally build pride in our students who they are and let them know that regardless of who you what your race is you come from a strong, proud people contributors to this thing we call humanity but this is asking us to do more work it's asking teachers, educators, principals assistant principals, the cafeteria workers the custodians to do a little bit more work to be intentional about the space that our kids are walking into. It can't just be a space that is, that is, that's based on a menu, a cookie, a, a cookie cutter where every kid gets the same thing. We have to really engage our students and really go deep to show them who they are and to, show that, and to also ensure that they're engaged in what they're learning. And it can't just be because you're going to need this in the future. It has to be because we want you to quickly reflect on who you are and engage in continuous transformation towards becoming something better. Dr. Cornel West, you probably never hear these words, but thank you because again, for the fourth time in my life, you spoke and you moved me to my core. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for indulging me for these past 15 minutes. This is Uche Njoku, the sneaker principal, and we'll talk soon again. Peace.